We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The MPW Digital Podcast Network proudly presents McCrady and Siski, powered by Rain Total Body Fuel. Join longtime SEC beat writer Neil McCrady and former South Alabama assistant, Alabama staffer, and Ole Miss recruiting coordinator Tyler Siski for an hour of football and fun. Listen and enjoy as they talk ball, the national landscape, and much, much more. Now, here's your host in the Clark Ford Studios, Neil McCrady. Welcome into episode 140 of McCrady and Siski, powered by Rain Total Body Fuel. I'm Neil McCrady. That is Tyler Siski here on this Monday, December the 11th, 2023. Hope everyone had a wonderful uh, weekend. I did a lot of Christmas shopping. I'll be curious whether Tyler has done his Christmas shopping. I'm completely finished with mine. Done, got it rolled, done, done in 24 hours. I was impressed. Uh, so anyway, two weeks till Christmas. Uh, we'll start winding down on our shows. We'll fill you in on schedules here in a little bit as well. Uh, but first, I want to tell you that we're brought to you by Rain Total Body Fuel, 300 milligrams of natural caffeine. BCAAs, electrolytes, zero sugar. It's got what you need to push the limits and achieve your goals. So please check them out on Instagram at Rain Body Fuel to learn more. All of our content at MPW Digital this football season is brought to you by Twisted Tea. Uh, don't forget to check out Twisted Tea, the drink that feels fun and celebrates your love for college football. Keep it twisted. Neil, I'm rocking with the Kiwi blend today. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's so good, man. I, I, the new, the new rainstorms. Uh, I love. I need to hit uh, Bob up. Bob texted me a little while ago. He's gonna be about. He'll be in the chat about fifteen minutes late, so okay. I'll, I'll hit him up. But somebody tweeted at me, and already had the citrus zest and the strawberry guava. Oh, but it's not supposed to be released till January one. So where'd they get it? I don't know. And they had the new rain uh, sour gummy bear. Oh. So they had they had some new I don't know where they got it. They may know some people. I never know. You never know. I'll nope. send it to Bob and see what the deal is. But anyway, um, so this is three days in a row for me. So Saturday, this is probably their unintended consequences. But mm-hmm. when you when you've partaken a little bit too much in Friday's Friday night's activities and you yeah. and then you get a little older, yeah, things are rough a little bit when you wake up. The yeah. older you get, the rougher they become. Yep. Yeah. Dude, I threw down a rain right after my coffee. <laughs> Felt like a million bucks. Is that right? Yeah. There's there's actually with all the total game changing. It it's it's literally I felt like a million bucks within forty five minutes. How about that? How about that? How about that? It was really great. I woke up on Saturday morning and started a recruiting thread and said, Did I write about that linebacker who committed to this last <laughs> night or not? <laughs> And I instead of like going and checking in that moment, I went, I think it's in there, but might not be. And I went ahead and published and I went back later and read it and I was like, I don't remember writing that. <laughs> Some of my best work. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean I got into Thunder Grizzly not Thunder Grizzlies, Thunder Warriors on Friday night. And that wasn't all I got into. And um <laughs> yeah, I woke up Saturday and I was like, I don't really remember. I wasn't even positive I remembered who won the game. I thought I remembered the Thunder won. And they did. Well, Neil, but yeah, it was one of those days. You know, we're like, that was a that was a day. Friday was a day, and by the end of Friday, Laura was like, "What do you want for dinner?" And I said, "I don't know. I just want to drink something." 
and she's totally understood. There was no no part of her that was like, well, maybe you should. She was like, I, I get it. I uh, I was like, I, I'm going to go watch this Thunder game. You can watch with me or not. If you don't want to, it's not going to hurt my feelings. If you would like to, you can. I said, I'm, I'm probably just going to unwind here for a minute. I had, uh, we had the uh, Christmas party, neighborhood Christmas party. And uh, then we went to dinner after the Christmas party. And so I had a couple before we left. And then I just haven't had one. I haven't been out to really have a drink mm -hmm. in a while. Yeah. And usually if I go to a bar, I'll just have a beer, two beers, whatever, just drink beer. I can drink beer forever. I don't know. It just hit me, man. It's like it's that time. It's something about December, New Year, starting to get a little close. That's usually the one time a year I cut loose. I went the old double Tito's and tonic. Oh, had a couple of them bad boys. Yeah, I, I was ready to roll. I bet I was. I was in good shape. So we had a good time though. I, I've seen you when you're in good shape. All right, Neil. The Cooper Chevrolet chat, in case you haven't noticed, is already bumping. Yep. I mean they're hopping. Also, would like to thank. I for, I should have heard the name. We saw somebody in the in the comments on social media. Bought their first Chevrolet vehicle from Cooper Chevrolet. So thank you guys for that. I know they're excited. But hurry in this weekend for the first selection of over 75 quality pre-owned imports and domestics priced to put under your Christmas tree. Look at cooperchevrolet.com or call 256-236-4481. Remember, cooperchevrolet.com. Uh, congrats to Tupelo Reb 99, baby girl coming in a week. Let's go. Ordered two cases of uh, rain, red dragon to get through the days after those sleepless nights. That's It's not the nights that's hard to get through. It's the next day. It's the next day. It's the next day. And then they pile on top of one another. And look, here's some free life advice. I'll be fast because we got stuff to do. We don't have much time. There's no reason for both of you to stay up. If she's asleep, you stay up. <laughs> and then if she's going to be up with the baby... Don't do that. I feel guilty for no. Go sleep. There'll be more kids. Go sleep. More chances. All right. Uh, you want to do it? You want a sign that I'm soft? The sign that there's two things that people get wrong about me. The people that are like, oh, he's he's a blank hole. You're not an asshole. I get that a lot though, and I'm like, I understand why people think that. The truth is, I'm I'm really not. You're not. And I'm too nice. The, here's I'm an asshole. Here's proof of it. It felt really weird. Was it Saturday when the news broke about John Summerall? Friday. Friday. When the news broke about John Summerall. Somewhere about 24 hours after we said it was going to be about 24 hours. <laughs> when the news broke and it's all these people and someone says, like, Ross Dellinger's first or whatever, I was like, I could have been first. <laughs> I could have wrote that. Probably would have pissed Tyler off a little bit, but I absolutely could have written it and would have been right. I did mess with him. I said, hey, I said, anyway, I can quote tweet something. <laughs> have fun. He's like, Hell no. I said, I know I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do that. Yeah. It was good. Um, yeah. Um, our good friend, good friend of the show, been on the show before. I guess we'll have to get him on soon. Uh, Chase had one request. Chase said, we got to get a new helmet in here since that one's been signed by Willie Fritz. I said, we could probably handle that. Um, yeah. John Summerall was named. He had his press conference today at 11, but uh, was named head coach on Friday. Uh, he's got a six-year deal. Um, at Tulane. At Tulane. Probably should say where it was at, right? Um, was a very difficult decision for him. Um, but at the end of the day, it was probably the right – not probably. I thought it was the right decision. For sure. Um, especially from a financial standpoint with the family and all that good stuff. Of course. And he's got – you know, he's got four kids and a wife, and he's got them ranging from, I guess, 10, 7, and 5. He's got them all. And, by the way, we'll, uh, his uh, – uh, his one daughter and Knox will be married one day with an arranged marriage that we're working on. Oh, okay. Uh, long as Knox up, up, you know, takes care of his, his end of the bargain. Um, but no, all kidding aside, I think it's, I think it's a really good, he's been there before. He was a defensive coordinator there before he started, actually before he went to Troy. Um, he will, he will crush it in recruiting. He will, he will do everything there and he, he will be able to continue to win at a high level. Uh, because of the players that he'll be able to acquire. Um, had some other opportunities. Um, you know, his name was mentioned in some other things. Um, and I think this was uh, the best option. Those those opportunities aren't going to go away down the road. Um, he's walking into a, a program that's been winning. He just got through winning. Um, it's more money. Better resources. 
And the additional line on his resume is only going to help him when the SEC jobs or Big Ten jobs open up that he would be a candidate for. Yeah, it won't be long. And there's um, an SEC job that, look, it's Kentucky. He's the next guy at Kentucky unless something just goes off the rails. Yeah, uh, and I think – I will tell you this. I was, uh, Tulane's got their, their – uh, especially for a group of five, you know, conference – they are very healthy in yeah. NIL. Well, well and over the, they have more NIL than some of the Power Five schools. And over the next few years, it's worth what another ten to fifteen million for John. So, I mean, I don't know how you look your. I, you and I talked about this a long time ago. I, I don't know how you look your family in the eye and go, "We work in this volatile field where injuries can derail a season and emotional decisions can derail a, a career." I don't know how you look at people in the eye that you care about and go, it's just $13 million. I, I, you, you have to take that money. It's the hard part about it. And look, John's as good of a dude as there is on, on the planet. The hard part isn't about taking the job. The hard part is, especially when you're a head coach that has a conscience. Yeah, Like John does. Of course. You know, he recruited all those kids. Troy, mm -hmm. he's got coaches and coaches' families. I mean, it's, he's not just speaking for – he's not making a decision just for himself. Does that make sense? Sure, like, of course. And so that is the burden. If it was just your, if it was just a decision that affected you and your family, those decisions would be a lot easier for a lot of people. But when he makes a decision, he's making a decision for, you know, 120 kids. He's making a decision for, you know – uh, 40 uh, members of his staff and their families, and it, it's a big, it's a big decision, and and uh, it it was hard, um, very difficult for him, um, but I think he made the right one in my opinion, um, and I'm his friend, and and I'm excited for him. He's got he's a little bit closer, so I'll be able to go down and uh, probably get, get a chance to go see him a little bit more. But excited for him, and then you okay, know, what so, he's gonna be doing. So this leads into a question. Yep. As we get ready for bowl season, and look. A lot of people don't like this when you say it, but the bowls the bowls have been rendered so close to meaningless in most places where they're just exhibitions again. I, I don't I don't even think most people pay a lot of attention to them, but they're going to get played. So John's inheriting a Tulane team. I assume he's not coaching the bowl game anywhere either way. Either way, so Tulane will have an interim. Troy will have an interim. That's kind of the case in so many places. How does this impact? Bowls, how does this impact the portal? All these coaches all right. moving. So here here's the here this is where it gets crazy, right? And this is happening. This is just nuts. Okay. Imagine this. So you got Willie Fritz that took the Houston job. Two lanes in a bowl game. This will happen. I'm just using this as an example. Not saying this is happening, just using this as an example of coaching changes this time of year in a bowl game and the current portal rules we have. Well, who's going to coach the two lane? Who's coaching Tulane? The yeah. coaches that are going to Houston. Yeah. So what are what are they doing right now? Recruiting the guys to Houston. <laughs> they're, they're recruiting their players to Houston. Meanwhile, you hired a coach. What is he doing? He's recruiting the same players to stay. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, sure. So you're going to have the same situation probably at Troy. You got Troy coaches coaching. All right, they're going to have to hire a new coach. New coach going to try to get the kids to stay. Other coaches coaching there. In the same building, trying to get them to go somewhere else. This is just a complete shit show, unintended consequences. And what do you do about it? There's nothing, nothing you can do about nothing it. Nothing you do about that. But imagine going to work, and you're technically both wearing the same shirt while you're in the same building. But they're trying to get them to go to this place. And you're yeah. trying to get them. It's just the wildest, just weirdest. And everybody dynamic. knows what's going everybody on. Everybody knows too. it. Yeah. Everybody knows it. And then you're saying, hey, you know. And you got and you're there, you know, in the building, and you know, you said it didn't matter because they couldn't transfer; they'd have to sit, and the guys had to stay. But not anymore, boys. It's the wild world that we live in. And then you got assistant coaches doing it too. You got a, you know, you got assistant coaches that may be coaching the bowl game that are leaving to go somewhere else, and they're they're using this this time to recruit them to go to their place. Uh -huh. and it's just a, I don't know. It, it's just it's turned into a complete and utter shit show when it comes to that. Um, I want to say this before we get moved on on Troy. I'm a Troy Trojan. I'm an alum. Mm -hmm. Let's don't make this harder than it has to be. I, I'm making this statement right here on McCready and Siski. I'm saying it on behalf of myself, and I know for a fact many other former players. Can we bring Jordan Leslie home, please? Defensive coordinator at West Virginia. 
It's time. He's a perfect fit. He played there. He understands there. And look, Troy is a different place. It's it's a different. It's all about fit there. The people who fit well understand uh, what it takes. It, it, you can't you can't go there and go. Oh, I'm a head coach now. And let, let somebody. You got to grind. It is a grind job. It takes a certain kind of player to go there and be uh, successful. There is a blueprint that's been there since Larry Blakeney started it. There is a very specific blueprint that works there. He understands the blueprint. He played for Coach Blakeney. He was there with Neil Brown when he had success. He's now obviously with Neil. He's defense coordinator at uh, West Virginia. Has done a phenomenal job. But it's time for uh, it's time for to bring him home. This shouldn't be even an uh, interview process. He's he he fits the bill, um, and they need to they need to bring him home and name him yesterday. I don't know what we're waiting on. Jordan Leslie, head football coach, Troy University. We need to get that done. We got to talk about something All real right. quick. I know we I know we're on time crunch. Coahoma Community College. I saw this on our board. Uh, Sean Holiday pointed it out. No, I, I correct. Sean Holiday tweeted it. Colonel Bear Shark pointed it out. Their special, their slogan is "Be a part of something special," which is great. You do want to be a part of something special. <laughs> oh, here we go. But they have "Be a part," a p a r t of something special, which means to be separate from something special. Words matter. Grammar matters. Yeah, I have nothing for you on that one. It's be, you want them to be a part of something special, a piece of something special. A part is separating, right? A P A R. But if you put it in one word, you say, you know what? I want to be a part from that. I want to, I don't want to be, I don't want to be a part of that. I want to be a part from that. Can I say something? Whoever designed the English language on that? I get it. Well, that's that's another topic entirely. But look here. But that's what we've accepted as you the should language. be able to teach it like this though. But it's really the opposite. If it's together, it should mean a part. If it it shouldn't be a part should mean separated and a P A R T should mean together because that's how you could teach it. Could be. But now you gotta teach it the opposite. <laughs> that bothers you so bad. So much. All right, but uh so much. It's 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 just You'll be all right. I'll get I'll get through it. But man, oh man. Would it be bad if I started correcting those people? It would be. Yeah, I, I should just it's let just it not go. Worth it's it. not worth it. When no. the kids do it in their in their commitment deals. I like when they get the universities wrong, like they say like uh, <laughs> Alabama University. Uh-huh. University of Auburn. University of Auburn. Yeah. I like when they do that. That's I want to be a part <laughs> of University of Auburn. Yeah. All right, a uh, little bit on the portal stuff. I think everybody needs to take a deep breath um, when you see uh, quote-unquote reports of how much these players are getting. Boy, there's some friggin' inflated numbers out there, people just reporting inflated numbers. So my word of wisdom would be, whatever you hear, cut that bitch in half. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know which one you're talking about. Um, cut it in half and start from there. Yeah, I will say this. What's interesting is – I was just talking to someone earlier today about offensive linemen. Mm-hmm. There's not that many good ones. Not that many good ones, and the market on those cats is pretty high. And so schools are having to decide, do I just pay the price and get him, even though I don't think he's an impact guy? Or do I hold up and wait and hope that more guys come into the portal who fit the mold, knowing <coughs> that there's a chance that at the end of the day you've played uh, – Musical chairs, and at the end of the day, you have no chair when the music stops. I just don't, and I know you you got to have them. There are some out there that are, I mean, they're fine. They're 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 guys. Yeah, I wouldn't sit there and go, I don't have it. I don't think there's any, you know, like quarterback situation. What is it like? Five of the last seven Heisman Trophy winners or transfer quarterbacks? Yeah, is that something? Is that right? I think that's correct. You're not getting an Outland Trophy winner out of the portal. On offensive line wise, yeah. So there's no, you know, what I'm, you know what I'm so there's like, no point paying that price. It's it's what I was telling you about the Cubs. I've pissed off all the people in Cubs Nation today by saying, look, I, I don't blame the Cubs for not getting Shohei. I don't blame the Cubs for not trading for Soto. I don't blame the Cubs that they're not going to get Yamamoto. They're not going to get Cody Bellinger. But at some point, you have to go. Okay, well, this isn't our year. Keep the powder dry. Don't throw money at mediocrity. Yeah, and I think that applies to this. 
<coughs> if they're offensive linemen out there, and I'm not referring to anyone specifically as God is my witness, but if there's offensive linemen out there that you view as, well, he, he's, he's okay, he's fine, he would be a piece for us, but he's not a big piece, and he's asking for big piece money, I think you're doing the right thing to go, okay, let's wait and see how the market unfolds, knowing that the risk of that is that you could come up completely empty. I think you can get, for sure, you can get starters out of there. There's not, I'm not saying that, but just like, I don't know, dude. I I, I think it, it's a development position. Um, I think you can go get high school guys and develop them, and then if they turn into good players, then you can pay them to keep them. I'd rather do that than try to go get – get somebody out of the portal unless I was just in dire straits, you know, to miss, to miss guys. But, you know, there's, they're, again, they're good players and, you know, there's some of them go play in the NFL, but there's not like they're, you know, there's no Laramie Tunsil's in the, in the portal, you know, like if you look at uh defensive line wise, who, in my opinion, probably the most impactful player in the portal is uh, the Walter Nolan kid from Texas A&M. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, that guy's gonna be a first round pick. And those guys don't fall off trees. That's an impactful pay, pay him. Pay him. But these other positions, if they're a good player, great, they're good. But I'm with you. I I don't agree with paying absurd money. And they're not, but paying absurd money, all these reports uh, on kids that are just – they're good players. They're not great. It's just throwing money at mediocrity. I don't think you should do it as a rule. I mean – We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I don't think you should do it in the transfer portal. I don't think you should do it in baseball free agency. I don't, unless that mediocre piece is what's separating you. It's the little bridge from great to elite or good to great. If that's the case, well, then what you got to do what you got to do. Yeah. But if, if it's not, you're just wasting money and you're better keeping that powder dry. Yeah, I agree. And saving it for a day when, hey, it could go towards getting a piece that really matters. Yeah. Um, Jaden Daniels wins the Heisman Trophy. Excited for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably I would have been interested because you had uh, Penix Jr. and then Bo Nix finished second and third. Mm-hmm. I would have been interested to see what happened if Oregon beat Washington. Would would that win, actually, you think, push him over the top? Would have gotten him really close if not over It'd the top. It would have been close, wouldn't it? Yeah. Um, a lot of people were like, "Look, I found that I'm I'm representative of a lot of people sometimes because I'm I'm not, I don't have like a passionate opinion about it." I watched that Pac-12 game that night and went, "Nah, he's not a Heisman winner." Yeah, well, you can't say that about Jane Daniels. He 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 deserved every. I know it was close. I mean, like, I don't know that I would have switched my vote. I was going to vote for Jaden because I I'm really impressed with him, and yeah, I'm an LSU homer. Um, but. Had Bo played out of his mind that night and led Oregon to a 56-27 to 27 win and thrown for five touchdowns and 406 yards or something, I mean, I can't sit here and tell you I wouldn't have gone, okay, well. Usually it's like regional. I think you'd have a lot of those Penix Jr. votes that would have gone to him and probably, yeah. you know, yeah, been interested. for sure. All right, a uh, little bit uh, before we move on. Uh, portal quarterbacks finding a home. Uh, Dylan Gabriel. Um, dude, I felt bad about this one, too. Um, I knew about this way before it got reported. I thought it was out there. I could have, I could have broke some news on this. Could have helped your boy here, dude. I thought it was out there. So whenever it was announced, I knew this like Monday, last a week ago. I know. I had no idea that it wasn't public. Right here. Yeah. Well, I mean, anyway, I knew he was going to Oregon, um, pretty quick. Uh, 
I just didn't. I thought again. I thought it was public. Um, he'll do good there. Uh, they got some pieces there. Um, it's a good fit schematically. Uh, I'm just. I don't know. His representation was really smart, dude. Jackson Arnold, like he would have struggled keeping his job. Yeah, Jackson Arnold's the truth at, at Oklahoma. Um, and so he he cashed in while he can cash in, and and I remember a year ago when, when all the all the attention was on Arch Manning, there were people in the recruiting field that were talking about Jackson Arnold going, "Hey, this has nothing to do with Arch, but I'm just going to tell you, this Arnold kid is the deal." Yeah, he's good. Well. I believe I believe Arch is too, but yeah, he's good, man. He he's he's gonna do really well um, there. I would look for him to have a. I'm inter- I'm in, I'm invested in watching their bowl game uh, because it's gonna be his show now. Uh, Brock Vandergriff ends up at Kentucky. Um, Kentucky going three for three with transfer quarterbacks. Um, good move for him getting with Liam Cohen. It's gonna help him for the next level. I think he'll be a one and done there. Um, I really like Brock. Um, it was a very close composite competition with him and, and Carson Beck. Uh, I think he's going to do really good at Kentucky. Um, so I think it was a good move for him. Really from a being with Liam Cohen deal, I think that's going to help him tremendously. Being with starting with George and having that – he's he's going to be with Monken. Uh, he's going to end up being with Monken, Bobo, and Liam Cohen. He He's going to be ready to go for the next level. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, Bobo's a very good, very good quarterbacks coach. Um, and then obviously Monkins with the Ravens, he's got that relationship. He understands the the stuff there, getting that NFL background. Now going with Liam Cohen, who was with the Rams OC, he'll be ready to go and prepped for the NFL. Uh, good move for him. And then uh, I was excited to see this one, Blake Shapin uh, going to Mississippi State. I really like Blake. Uh, we recruited Blake uh, when I was at Ole Miss. We recruited him. Uh, know know a lot about the kid. Um, really. When he went to Baylor, they really didn't do the things that kind of fits his skill set. Uh, Levy will. Um, I'm excited to see what he does. I think he's going to be a good fit for their offense and what Levy wants to do. Um, big value for him. He, he's a talented kid, man. He's extremely talented. Um, he's dealt, dealt with some injuries over the last couple of years. You know, he's been dinged up. Uh, so then they gave him some protection. But, man, he, he's a talented, talented, talented kid. Uh, so and I, I'm a, I really like Levy, so I'm, I'm excited to see what he does uh, with Levy there. So good, good for them getting him locked up. Um, Didn't the kid from Boise commit to Arkansas today? I haven't seen. For some reason I saw I thought I saw that somewhere. Grind said in the Cooper Chevrolet chat said Mississippi fan Mississippi State fans weren't excited about the Blake shape. Well, they just don't. I mean, they're fans. They they look at stat lines. They don't see him. I, I think it was a great get for him. Um, Here I'm gonna hit up some of my. Arkansas. I think it's a, a great fit for uh, what Levy does offensively. We'll sign into the Arkansas Collective real quick. It'll be in there somewhere. Hold okay, on. it's uh, Taylor Green, the kid from Boise. <laughs> he he is committed to Arkansas. They're they're getting they look, they they wearing that portal out a little bit. That was uh that was worth my money right there. Yeah. Was that ten thousand dollar donation to get in there? Uh, that was that was just to get access. Oh, okay. And then I paid more for the higher level. You're rotten. All right, uh, we're gonna jump to the NFL before we get to some life. We got some good life advice. I want to get to the woo pig level. Right now, I'm just at the woo. <laughs> Used the woo. I'm just woo. woo get the Ric Flair. Uh, Ric yeah. Flair level. Yeah, yeah. They, that's what they call it. They call it Ric Flair level. <laughs> kind of secret. Like, what do you mean Ric Flair level? You know, woo. And then you had the port. <laughs> then you add something else, and you become woo pig, and then you're really giving. You're rotten. But yeah, they get they're they're heavy in the portal too. Uh, played at, at Boise last year. Yeah, they got the the offensive lineman they got at Michigan State's a good player. They're doing a lot of weird stuff in the portal. They're doing what I'm just talking about. They're throwing money at mediocrity. It's not going to get you anywhere. It'll it'll get you. Well, it's going to get. I know. I don't know who I haven't watched that kid. I know the offensive lineman they got at Michigan State's a good player. He is a good player. All right, now let's talk a little NFL before we get to life advice. Couple, couple, couple hot topics. All right, so one, I have been asked 464 times. Even my mother brought it up today. So, Mom, hey, Mom, how are you doing? Uh, Kansas City uh, losing the game last night. Big, big hot topic was on the play they scored on, which was a really impressive play. Uh, Kadarius Tony, straight out of Blunt High School in Mobile, Alabama, was offsides. Got called for offensive offsides. Mm-hmm. I have two thoughts on this. Okay. One is it's a penalty. All right. Mm-hmm. It got called. Don't be offsides. 
My second thought. I mean, you're in the NFL. No, I get it. You're, Line up correctly. I heard. I heard your tangent this morning. You had me laughing. It had my. I had. I laughed so hard at you this morning because you were between that and your bullshit take on Rudy. That I'm very upset about you as a friend. I'm sorry. Matter of fact, we're going. I mean, I'm not sorry. I'm unbelievable. Rudy's a great, great movie. Um, he was offsides. <laughs> besides those two takes, um, I get. Don't be offsides. Yeah. All right. Don't be offsides. I mean, if I hear one more coach talk about hey, and I get it right. I, I give you an example. We were at the South Alabama Troy game early in the middle of the 2022 season. A year ago. In Mobile, pregame. And we're talking to John, and I was like, man, your team is so much better than it was week one. And he was like, Neil, week one, we were just trying to line up right. And I kind of laughed. He went, no, I'm serious. We were literally still trying to get lined up right. Yeah. So I realized that there's an emphasis on let's get lined up right. Well, when you play in the NFL, you should get lined up right. And he didn't. And the official will stand. It's a penalty. The official's there, and you throw the flag. I will say this though, and this is it, it, I'm half and half, right? I, I don't. I, I'm I'm Switzerland here. It's a penalty. A hundred percent agree with you. You should get lined up right. Mm-hmm. I'm with you on that one. Mm-hmm. Now on the other, on the flip side. As long as I can remember, the NFL and lining up receivers as a receivers coach, this is a big deal, okay, because I've paid attention as being a receivers coach. If Traditionally, if you watch the NFL, you can't tell who's on the ball and who's off the ball because they're all on the ball. And what I mean by on the ball is you would point – traditionally, for the fans that don't know, the you know one, one receiver on both sides, whether it's a tight end or, or other, has to be on the ball. You have to have seven across, five offensive linemen. So two wide receivers or eligible receivers have to be on the ball. And so you would point in college. I always would tell we would point, go as we go to line up, and the line judge would like if we started getting too close, he would say back up a little bit. He'd let us know, okay. But you want to creep as much as you can. All right, same thing as off the ball. So I would always teach, I always teach my inside receivers to put their front foot on the back foot of the tackle. Now, the problem was is now as years go on, we start getting all these deep sets and everything that are too far off the ball. So sometimes, technically, we would be our, – our, our foot would break, but as long as we would point off, okay, as we go up, they'd let us get away with it. NFL, no, sir. For years, I'm talking about as long as I can remember, hell, everybody's on the ball. And to the point with this, this call in the previous two – it's only been called three times – in the previous two years, this year it's been called twelve times because they put an emphasis on mm-hmm. it. All right, so I Which say all means, that to say this, and you know this in training camp when the referees and officials came to camps, they told them what they were emphasizing. Sure. So there was a there was a knowledge that hey, they're going to emphasize alignment this year. Sure. You got to line up right. Hundred percent agreement with you. With all that being said, I say all that to say this. Don't call that fucking call at that point in the game. That's a call you make in the first quarter to set a tone. That is that is a tone-setting call as an official. You do that shit in the first quarter where it doesn't matter. You don't call that You don't call that penalty. It's just like I don't believe in calling holding calls. I don't believe in calling pass interference. Any of that shit at the end when it comes, when these judgment calls, shit like that, and that was tight. Was the offsides 100%? I agree with you. I just don't think you make that play. And it didn't. He didn't know the. He didn't know the play was going to score. I just in that point in the game, that's not when you've only called that penalty twelve. And the entire NFL has been called twelve times all year long. And before that, three times in the previous two years, that's not a call that you make at that point in the game. That is a that is a a call that you make. And if you want to call it, you call that shit. Because I guarantee you, I haven't gone back and looked, but I bet you a thousand dollars. That somebody in that game lined up offsides before that before that call happened. Well, here's the good because news. it happens every damn snap. Here's the good news: this is going to give Taylor Swift some heartbreak story to write about. Oh, she'll have a song. She'll get the a song lateral right pass that wasn't <laughs> so close to infamy. I mean, to f- fame, and then so far away. It was a great play. That if, it, if no penalty had been called on that, that would have been like Espy winning play. Oh yeah, that was I couldn't believe I saw it. And uh, I was like, holy smokes. And then I was just shocked with the, I don't know. You just don't call it at that point in the game. That's a tempo. That's like, you know what it made that referee, that line judge? 
the anti-hero. <laughs> I'm, I'm not a Swifty, so I don't know anything about. You've never heard anti-hero. I, I could not. I'm being. I'm being dead serious. I'd I could play not it, name. But we'd get the major copyright strike. I couldn't tell you one song she sang. Not one. Wow. Yeah. Sorry. I'm sorry to disappoint you guys. <laughs> I mean, it's not my thing. It's a cruel winter instead of cruel summer. She could write that this is a cruel winter instead of cruel summer. Yeah, got nothing for you, boss. All right, last thing, then we'll get to life advice, Neil. What rhymes with lateral? (laughs) (laughs) Collateral. Yeah, there probably is some collateral to be had. Some collateral damage. What's collateral damage? A lateral. All right, Sean McDermott. You know what's going to, I'm going to tell you what the Chiefs are going to have to do. (laughs) <laughs> we got to get the life advice. Come on. They're going to have to shake it off. They're going to have to shake this off. And you know what? Hey, listen, <laughs> Kadarius, Kadarius, Tony, he knew when he lined up wrong, he knew you just Google Taylor Swift names. He knew names he's like, I looked over at that officials. Like I knew you were trouble. I knew you were trouble. You're rotten. All right. Sean McDermott. And that officials like, you know what the officials like? He's as he throws the flag, he goes, look what you made me do. Look what you made me do. You're just rotten, dude. All right, I got to get to this because I'm trying to get Rizzo to the vet here, and you're over here rotating. And I'll tell you what's what's happening now. (laughs) The the Chiefs and the NFL officials, now they got bad blood. That's right. And they are never getting back together. (laughs) No. No. It'd be a rough – it's going to be a rough rough game if that that side judge has to be on the – can't see sideline yeah. anytime soon. Well, and I'll tell you the other thing. And, and what the NFL is going to say to the Chiefs is you need to calm down. You got any more any more good ones? <laughs> you just Maybe. How many songs has she done here? A <laughs> lot. <laughs> She's done a lot like of songs. <laughs> it's karma. That's what it is. <laughs> I mean, never in my wildest dreams did I think that play was going to happen. All right. Okay. Good? Probably. All right. Can we move on? I'm just waiting on you. Possibly. All right. Uh, Sean McDermott had a rough week, had a little, uh, I mean, really rough week, got, uh, brought in the media about his, uh, motivations speeches that he gave. And it was really put, put on, it was basically, he was making references to the, to nine 11 and it was a hit piece that got written on him. I got two thoughts on this. One is what a complete idiot. Don't, that's just stupid. Don't be an idiot. So you kind of deserve that. But two is, then I realized that this was from 2019. It's four years ago. Yeah. Four years ago. Someone's out to get him. Like, I just don't understand. I mean, that's that's chicken shit, in my opinion. It's cancel culture. So from four years ago, something mm-hmm. he said four years ago that he immediately apologized for after he said it, which yep. he realized he screwed up. Mm-hmm. Again, I'm not – I think he should – I mean, he's an idiot. Shouldn't have said it. But we're going – something he apologized for, and now we're wanting to try to get him fired from something that was said four years ago. I just – I don't know. I am I just think that's chicken shit on everybody who thinks he should be fired. I, I do not agree with it. I think it was a terrible idea. Don't ever say that. It was a bad idea. Shouldn't have said it. But if it was a fireable, quote-unquote, offense, fire his ass in 2019. Don't wait four years of course. and do the shit. I, I just, no, that, it's stupid. That's I, stupid. I, I can't stand it. It bothers It's me. like the going back and finding when somebody gets drafted. They do it every year. Some 21-year-old kid gets drafted. 20-year-old kid gets drafted. They go back six, seven years into and his high tweets school. and yeah. find some stupid thing that he tweeted when he was 14. Yeah, that's bullshit. I can't stand that stuff. So... um but you could tell it affected him after they won the game. He was he was pretty emotional about it. Um, you know, pretty emotional. Had a rough week. Um, and again, I mean, he brought it on himself. I mean, but to br- drag that back up four years later—that's bullshit. That's soft. All right, Neil, I am on time. I am going to get. We're going to hop. We're going to hop, skip, and jump around. And we had a really good life advice question proposed oh, to us. You're going to have to read it because I texted it to you. And uh, this one's going to be up to you because I am. This is going to be one of those areas in life, and I'm going to admit this up front that I was never good at this. Okay. So I used to be good at it until I got married. Yeah, I, I was never good at it. 
Really? Uh, no. Really bad at it. Okay. In fact, I, I could I could tell a story, but it would Don't do that. I could change the names. No, it's it's one my wife knows. It's from it's from like high school, college. Um all right. Life advice. Uh by the way, uh let's see. Find this life advice. I kind of need these and kind of don't. It's presented by State Farm Agent Cole Walters. He is licensed in auto, home, life, health, business, and pet insurance for the whole state of Georgia. Um, 706-525-7850, or you can find him at ColeWaltersInsurance.com. All right, so this person writes and says, I'm a listener of the pod, really enjoy what you guys do. My life advice question scenario is this. This past weekend, I went to the casino to bet on some games. Did pretty good. I'm the type to not watch the games I bet on at the casino because you'll have people who the other side of the, who have the other side of the game and it can create a frenzy. One time, guy screamed F you after I did pump fist after a close win one time. I just said win some, lose some. Dude was drunk and I didn't have time. I say that because I took the Purdue-Bama over and went to get a cigar. As I'm on the elevator going back down, I noticed a rather attractive woman was looking at my phone watching the game too. It kind of surprised me because I had AirPods in. I took them out and she began apologizing and I told her she was good. I asked if she was a Bama fan and she said, no, she's a basketball coach, but she's a bad one, LOL. That means laugh out loud for the people that don't know. There you go, mom. (laughs) Um... The elevator opened, and she continued to keep the conversation going, mostly about how she can't teach 12-year-old girls to play basketball. My question is, did I miss a shot or not? I did not get her number. How can we as guys tell when a woman is interested in one of our friends? How can we as guys tell when a woman is interested in one of our friends but blind when a woman is interested in us? You may go on this one. Go for it. I was never good at this. If, first of all, I'm a big believer in you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. So I'm a big believer in that one. Yeah. If, if the female started, a hot female, according to him, starts a conversation with you. He said rather attractive. Rather attractive. Mm -hmm. Female starts a conversation with you and you think she's rather attractive. She opened the door for the shot. If she wasn't, if she wasn't, she knew when she did that and started to carry on the conversation, she was interested in conversating with you. So yes, you missed a shot. Yeah. If she, if she opened herself, cause look like just telling you and back in my single days, I would have been the dummy that thought she was actually just interested in the basketball game. Yes. That's not how, that, yeah. no. Yeah. Yeah. You missed a big, you missed a, you missed a layup. You didn't just miss a shot. You missed a layup. Because not only was she conversating, she likes sports that you like. And she, yeah, you, I mean, yeah, missed a shot. Yeah. But if, if, they're, if they're open to conversating with you, what's the worst thing you can have? You, you got to take your shot. Yeah, I think, I think the, for some guys, and I was one of these guys, the fear of missing the shot or being embarrassed yeah. at how badly the shot was missed stopped you from taking the shot that happened the overwhelming majority of my life yeah you got you got to shoot though and i think there's a lot of guys that are that way i mean we're here you know that that don't want to admit it because you know there's a lot of pressure on guys like super macho and all that stuff and in reality i mean most not all guys because there's some guys that hey there's no conscience here i mean whatever but not for a lot of guys there's the truth is the the fear of of I mean, for lack of a better word, rejection is is pretty strong because it's a shot to your pride, even though you're the only person that knows your pride got yeah. shot. Yeah, but do you know why you're here? See, Ginger says, and Ginger's female, she was likely just interested in <laughs> the game. And that's my, that's always what I would have thought. Maybe, now, though. I mean, Ginger it, could be 100% right. It prevented me from embarrassment, right? I never, I never, like, for me, if if in my mind – the shot was less than 90%. I didn't take it. But here's the deal. Do you know why you're here talking on a microphone? Do you know why? Because I started a podcast network. Because 50-something years ago, Mr. McCready took a shot at Mrs. McCready. Oh. 
That's why you're sitting here. Started to say something really bad. <laughs> yeah, don't, just in case they listen, ever. <laughs> it's kind of the apart, apart thing. <laughs> Did I say something? No. Oh, I didn't know if I, I got, don't do that. <laughs> What's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? But, my, yeah, my, P, and, and hey, and if you're in Vegas, there's, listen, uh, okay. Oh, I was in Pete, Vegas. Pete coming Pete, in hot. Pete's coming in hot. Pete's coming in hot, Pete. When I was in Vegas, <laughs> I head down into the lobby. Better, better, better approach your next conversation, your next words. Hey, look, do this for me. It's the morning we're think leaving twi- for Vegas. Think twice I'm thinking before, before you say a, what's about to come out. This doesn't involve anyone but me. Okay. Well, no, I know that, but just in case Laura hears, you don't want well, to get Laura yourself knows. in trouble. All right. It's five in the morning. <laughs> And we got a flight to catch to Boise. And I'm walking through the lobby. And this woman comes up to me. I saw it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And she says, she says, I don't, what are you doing? Or what are you doing for the next few hours or something? And I said, I'm going to the airport. Leave me alone. You know, like, come on. But I mean, if, if you're a guy and some girl just walks up to you, there's a chance. But they were in the elevator, right? No, I was down in the lobby. No, I'm talking about this guy. Yeah, but still, that doesn't change it from being a red flag. I hope a 12-year-old girl's basketball coach didn't work, doesn't have a side hustle in Vegas. That might have just been her thing to say to get him to invest his money. That would be a that'd be a, that'd be sharp game. Be I sharp mean, game. You know, if you're hustling, you're hustling. She would be hustling. I don't know, though. Does it look? Was it gonna here before you beat yourself up? Was that probably good? Was that gonna be the the girl of your dreams for the rest of your life? Odds are over. Go track her down. Odds are overwhelming. Not no. She shouldn't be that hard to track down. Should track her down. Why would it? It seems to be impossible to track her down if she was there on business or something, and you were too, and you're both gone in different worlds. No, you'd never see her again. Oh, you got to make it happen. There's ways. Got to track her down, man. I, but you get you look. You got to look. At the end of the day, this is good life advice for any any young buck we got in here. Shoot your shot, man. Don't be so. Just shoot your shot. If if you're interested, shoot your shot. What's the worst thing that can happen, Neil? I mean, the worst thing that happens. She just says no, no, you idiot, you suck, and you're ugly. And then guess what? You move on to the next one. But you don't want to miss. I will out say this: why. you take enough shots and keep missing shots, the coach is going to bench you. Not in this it's game. It's not unlimited. Not in this game. Wrong. Hey, not in this game. There are no T out, no TOs taking place. We are rolling. Not in this game. Take all the shots you can take. To take all the shots you can take until it's time not to take a shot. I guess so. You gotta have you gotta have some confidence. Yeah, I was just that was never my thing, man. I was never good at that. I mean, just, I was never good at that. Yeah. Never. But I mean, why not? I mean, why not? What's again, what's what's why not? Nobody, I mean, now if you go on, if you're if you're in front of ten thousand people and speaking, and you want to take your shot in front of ten thousand people, probably wouldn't do that. Probably wouldn't do that. Is but it bad that I enjoy it when the guy proposes at a, oh, at a sporting so at a sporting event and she says no? I, I, it Life advice part makes two. me so happy. Never do that. Like, Life advice why, number two. Never do that. There's no girl that ever was like, you know, where I, my my dream my dream engagement oh. scenario is at a sporting event on the jumbotron. Oh. Like no just, nobody I thinks just saw that, that way. I just saw that recently. Where did I see that? Oh, at the at the egg bowl. Somebody did it in the end zone on the jumbotron to egg bowl. Like, don't do that. Yeah. Don't do that. No, I don't care. Look, my wife was an athlete. Shouldn't that be a more intimate moment than that? Yes. It, it shouldn't be in front of sixty thousand yeah. people or whatnot. Yeah, I got I, I did a uh I had to do an audible on my <laughs> you can really work and defend the corners. <laughs> <laughs> The uh, I had to do an audible when I asked uh, Aaron to marry me. I had this whole plan uh, worked out in New Orleans, and uh, I was going to uh, propose next to this this fountain in, in New Orleans that I knew about. And so I had this whole plan worked out. We go to New Orleans for the trip. Cold as hell. It's like twenty degrees, and we we go to the we go to the fountain nil, and the the fountain is frozen over and closed. <laughs> So I was like, oh shit, like my whole like I had to do it audible. I literally looked up and you know they have those river boats 
cruises, like the dinner cruises. Yeah. And we're broke college students, man. Where I was, I was leaving college, and so I'd been a GA for a year, and uh, I said, "Let's go on this dinner dinner cruise." And so I, I had this this new thing I was going to do on the boat of the of the riverboat going down the uh, Sunset Deal at the, on the riverboat, and it's cold as hell outside. And she, and I said, "Hey, let's go outside," because I was going to do it out there. I said, "Let's go outside," and she literally looked at me dead in the face, and she said, "I'm the only way that I'm going outside right now is if you have a ring in that pocket." Oh. So she kind of, she guessed something was up. She knew something. Well, I mean, come on. Yeah, come on. She knew me. You probably gave off some funny vibes. That's all I got today, boss. All right, uh, we are going to uh, bolt a little early today. It's because of me, not Tyler. We got, uh, I've got a personal thing to attend to involving uh, our one of our animals. So, um, got to get to that. It's going to take a minute to get him loaded into the vehicle and all those things. So, uh, got to do all those things. Uh, we'll get this up to you in podcast form. Our plan is to be back on Thursday with a regular show. And then I think our plan is that next Tuesday-ish, we're going to do um, the aforementioned, uh, we'll probably do a crossover show. I mean, hell, it's MPW Digital. We can do whatever the hell we want. Um, probably a crossover hand-raised guys slash McCready and Siski, where we'll take calls and talk to you guys for a while. And that might... Uh, serve as two shows in one because both of us are taking off the end of next week as we get closer to christmas we need to look at a date because i think you got something tuesday but we'll talk about it later we'll what? figure it out oh what i have basketball yeah i think basketball's tuesday oh that's right they play troy on tuesday we'll figure something out yeah all right oh okay um all right so uh anyway that's all i got uh enjoy uh enjoy the rest of your uh first part of your week Again, our thanks to the people at Rain Total Body Fuel, 300 milligrams, natural caffeine, BCAAs, electrolytes, zero sugar. It's got what you need to push the limits, achieve your goals. Check them out on Instagram at Rain Body Fuel to learn more. Until next time, take care. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.